Hi, welcome to the I Am Me podcast. You're listening to Crystal, and in this episode, oh man, I never thought I would have to do an episode on this, but I was uh, doing some channeling this morning, and it seems like today is the day, and right now is the time. And so today I'm going to speak on the truth of what a twin flame is and to explain that it is, well, it's a process. So I'm going to get deeper into that. This episode isn't to educate people on what it is. Like if you've never heard of it, skip past it. If it doesn't apply to you, skip past it. Um, there's no need for you to attach on to this idea. (laughs) Seriously. Um, for those who, for whatever reason, if you're listening to this audio, maybe there's something, there's a message for you to, um, to realize, to absorb. So this is for people who, um, already have ideas around the word or phrase twin flame. All right. So let's get into it. So there's this thing, uh, and it's called a twin flame journey. And there's people out here who, um, who have randomly, for whatever reason, you know, it starts with, um, it starts with a weird situation. It could be a weird situation. It could be a series of events that randomly brings you to some soul searching and what that soul searching does it it brings you to um something called the twin flame journey and i remember how many years ago a couple years ago um things were going on in my life where you know i'd gotten off tour and my life was changing it was um taking me into more of a static way of life. Like I had to be still. I couldn't move and I couldn't travel around anymore. I had to get into a phase of my life where things had to stop moving. I had to, because I was really um, operating out of my masculine energy and masculine energy isn't, masculine and feminine is not gendered. So masculine energy is a it's a driving, energetic, you know, like you're doing. Masculine energy is a doing energy. Feminine energy is a receiving energy. And I wasn't receiving. I was always doing. I was always hustling. I was doing the most um, just to survive. And so I saw my life a couple years ago um, begin to take me into a receiving part of my journey. And I didn't realize it then, but I knew that I um, shifted jobs um, I've gotten into a transitional job so that I could begin to, I'm doing my air quotes, settle down, if you will. And, um, and I met somebody at work with <laughs> the crazy thing about it. The only reason why I'm laughing is that like, if you know anything about, 
um, what has been said around twin flame journeys. It's like, oh, you usually meet this person at work or da 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 da, or you meet them, you know, and it, it, it's always like there's a specific <laughs> places that you can meet them, or there's some twin flames that like are not incarnated and you can just feel them or whatever. But, um, this is to say that like, and I know I'm kind of like jumping out of a tangent of the story, but the twin flame uh, process is an energy. It's not the person. Um, but people have it really misconstrued because of all the different variables that go into creating a quote unquote twin flame journey. So, um, Okay, so let me continue with the story. I met somebody and they had um, they had engaged with me in a way that was like completely random. And so I, I thought about it and I, I looked at the situation and I was like, what is that? You know, like where, like, because there was a certain energy, there was a tone to that interaction with that person that made me question it. Otherwise, I wasn't checking for anybody. I wasn't um, trying to engage. I wasn't really looking to make new friends or meet new people. Or, you know, I was really looking to focus on myself at that time. And then this person came along and then they just like triggered something. They triggered an energy that I could not even explain. And it completely changed my life. And it was very tumultuous for, for me on an energetic level, you know, for the last, well, ever since, you know, <laughs> so two years ago, uh, up until now, it's like different phases of like just energetic wildness. And, um, for the first year it was just unraveling that energy that was triggered through that person unraveled. It was beginning to unravel all the, how do I want to describe it? Um, all the energy that I was holding in my body that was trapped and I didn't realize it. And, um, what I've come to realize in the last couple of weeks, you know, this was the biggest epiphany and clarity for me is that the energy that I've been holding in my body since the beginning of my incarnation, um, a lot of it was energy from my family. And when I say my family, I don't mean my immediate family. I mean like ancestral, generational, you know, energy from people I have no idea about. Like, I don't even know. But I know that they are connected to me. Like they had a child who had a child who had a child who had a child who had my parent who had me. So um, I realized that like not only have I been carrying energy from people that I just didn't know in my family, in my lineage, um, you know, most of like it really put into perspective that what I thought was my life and I'm doing my air quotes again wasn't really mine and I looked back on my childhood and I looked back on where my consciousness was at that point 
And I remember just, I always looked outside. I was looking outside at the sky. And I'm just pausing for a little bit because I could feel a lot of um, emotion. I'm getting really emotional right now. And I'm also feeling a lot of um, sensations and a lot of different energy in my heart area. So um, I used to look outside a lot. I used to look up at the sky. And I remember always thinking, like, I know there's there's something there's something here. There's something that I need to know about this life. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it means. But I was always looking for something as a child. And I had always been doing that. Even up at, up until when I was a teenager. I remember when I was 14 and I was we had just moved into this house that my parents had built and I was looking up outside again. I was always looking up at the sky. And I spent a lot of time outside as a kid and as a teenager. And uh, I would spend a lot of time in the woods or by the water. Um, or my mother would take me fishing. Um, or, you know, my dad would, we would ride bikes or whatever. And there would be times where, you know, I'd get home from high school and i just take the dog for a walk or... Um, I'd, you know, go biking or I just walk by myself and I would just spend hours and then I'd come in, you know, for dinner or whatever, do my homework, go to bed or whatever. And I would just be there, just feeling into things, just trying to like connect back to something, waiting, looking at the sky, looking at the water. I don't know if you can hear my voice breaking, but it was just like. Knowing that uh, there's there's a clarity, there's there's something that, you know, but you don't have access to. And so I was looking for that, like through my throughout my entire life and. You know, just this past week, I've been combing through the archives of my experience, of my mind, my relationships with with people and my family. And I looked back at all the times where there were all these little clues, especially between, between uh, my interactions with my family and my mother. And I realized that with my mother, my mother uh, was very... Even though we, we had a complicated relationship, I understand completely and fully what she was here to provide for me, for my life and my incarnation. And while it seemed difficult to understand and to even look at and to feel at certain times in my life, I have way more clarity now than I ever had before. And I think that what we need to understand for those of us who have like difficult family relationships and we seem like we have difficult people in our lives or you know parents who don't necessarily understand us i've said this in a previous podcast episode but they are doing the work you know even if it is you know abusive and causing grief in your life they're still doing the work because that stuff is triggering triggering you to get on a certain path it's 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 triggering you to stay calibrated on your journey to figure out what it is you're here to resolve. 
And sometimes it just means that you're resolving a lot of different things. Um, but for my life specifically, for those of us, anyone who is listening to this, who resonates with this, where you felt like you've had a difficult journey, which is the case for me, like I've been through a lot. So has every member in my family. They've been through a lot. Each person has like their own set of challenges. And oh my gosh, it just makes me, in one regard, it makes me thankful that like I'm me because like I know that my sister has gone through shit that is just like. <laughs> How are you even still alive? Oh my gosh. And I didn't think that I would get so emotional. But this shit is like, this shit is real. And like, there's there's things that I've been feeling into and channeling and meditating on. And like, the stuff that my father went through. Like, I may not know the exact details of his of of certain aspects of his story but like i can feel the energy and so i know that he's been through very intense things and very intense emotions um because part of my work in the last you know few weeks or so has been extensively focused on clearing that energy within my body because I am his child I'm holding his trapped emotions and so I've had to go back into his life energetically and clear that because it came through me and so I've been able to um, feel what he's been through in a sense and the same with my mother and the same with my sister I've been able to feel energetically what they've gone through and it's intense and uh, <laughs> it's wild because it's it's just like it's like I'm not even I'm not even a water sign and I'm just like crying all over this episode right now spontaneously that was not my intention but I uh, I'm gonna jump off on another tangent because like I always do, tangents lead to more tangents, and it leads to more tangents. But uh, my cousin, he's a, he's a, I think he's a double water sign, and so he feels everything. So I, and I have conversations with him every once in a while about these things, and I'm just like, man, how how do you even do it? How are you even alive? Like, how do you even cope? Because like I don't have a water moon. Like I have a. My moon sign is an air sign, so, um, you know, a, a lot of my emotion involves a lot of my mind, um, and, uh, and then my sun sign is a fire sign, but I don't feel like I have a lot of that water, especially not as much as he does. He's just, he's a whole ocean so I just wonder how in the world is he coping <laughs> especially when I feel like there's times in my life where I'm just like uh, how am I even how did I even make it um there's a thing in 
in my family, actually both sides of my family where people have died early. And that's the ancestral generational issue. Um, that's something that I've begun working on resolving in, in my personal, uh, practices. And, um, and it's something that like was there in, in the background, but only came into the foreground just this week. And it's things like that, that really make you see your life and see the soul group and the family of origin and the pod that you came in with. It, it makes you see it completely differently. So how does that relate back to twin flame journeys? So for me, um, and, and let me just do a disclaimer really quick, even though I know that we're 15 minutes in again, this is for people that it resonates with. This isn't necessarily, um, it's not concrete. It's not definitive. It doesn't resonate with everyone. I'm not saying that what other people are going through and whatever it is that they're claiming is a twin flame journey. I'm not saying that what what they're going through isn't valid, but what I'm saying is that what I've noticed in my journey and what I've seen mirrored through other people who have gone up to a certain point and then they've believed certain things about the journey, all of that was smoke and mirrors, at least for me. So what I suspect is that those people who are gro- going through those certain phases and they come out of that, they're going to realize the same thing that I realize at this point. So, and if that's not the case for them, then that's completely possible because we live in a universe uh, where anything is possible. This is quantum, very quantum. And the moment people realize that like, on a quantum level, anything is possible. And, um, you know, I've just been noticing more that like, I can see when people are just like, they look at something, even, even if it's like within a spiritual conversation and you see the duality and somebody's like, Oh, that's not what it is. And it's like, Ooh, you didn't even catch yourself doing that. And so looking at that through other people reflects back to me in what ways am I still doing that? And so anyway, getting back to the whole point of this episode. Um, so the, the air quote, twin flame journey, it's not about a person per se. Um, not at all. Uh, even though I initially said at the beginning of the story, you know, I had met somebody who had triggered me. And initially I thought, oh, this energy that came through that interaction must be coming from that other person. It actually wasn't at all. Um, the That energy, which I think of, it's, it's a universal energy. It actually came from myself. And it has nothing to do with the other person, is what I realized. And what a lot of people who are um, experiencing this journey that where they've been triggered by another person and they find themselves asking questions and being like, you know, oh, like, 
what is this person, you know, what is this person, um, what is this person's role in my life? That person doesn't really have a role. Like, they really don't. They were just, the only role that they had was to be, um, be, what's the word that I want to use? They're a symbol, like the, the energy of the universe had to use something physical to trigger you to get you into this journey of self-reconciliation. The twin flame journey is a journey of self-reconciliation. It has nothing to do with, oh, I met this person, this person sparked a specific energy, and I think that I have to like do work or get in a relationship or have a friendship or get into business or to do XYZ with that person. That's completely irrelevant. It is not the point of the journey at all. I will say that shit again. It is not about that person. It is not about any specific relationship with that person. It is not about that shit at all. And if you listen to this and you've been on the twin flame journey and you're triggered and you're like, fuck you, Crystal, for saying that, or you're just feeling some type of way, trust me when I say you will understand this later. And you can be mad and you can stay mad for a little while. Do that. Process that. Feel that. Don't let that shit become a trapped emotion. Feel upset. Feel triggered. Let that shit process. Because you're going to come into a point where you understand it. And if anyone who listens to this is familiar um, with Matt Con, he had done a video like years ago. And I had seen it a long time ago. And I remember when I first saw it, I was like... It didn't resonate, and then I saw it um, not too long ago, and it completely made sense. And he was saying that, like, oh, yeah, everybody's a twin flame, essentially. I'm not quoting him on that, but um, it was completely opposite of what everyone else was saying about that journey. And there were people just kind of like, oh, I don't agree with that, and yada, yada. And they were really in their feelings about that shit. But when I looked at that video, never did I question him. I opened myself up to like, you know what? I've seen all of his other videos and they've always resonated in some way or another. You know, because you always take what resonates and leave the rest. But there was something specific about this video that it was just like, what is it about this that I need to see? So I laid it aside and I came back to it later, like months later. And now I understand. And uh, for those who fight against anything, question yourself as to why you're fighting it. There's always some clarity to be found in anything that you're resisting. Excuse me. And I mean anything. What resists is, is asking you to see something deeper. Anything that you're resisting is asking you to see something. Just is asking you to see something. That's something that I've learned. Sometimes it is about like, you know, whatever it is that you're resisting. Because they say, oh, what resists persists. So yeah, turn, face that shit. What is it saying to you? 
Is this is it saying that you need to put a boundary? Is it saying that you need to do this, that, or the other, or whatever? Or is it saying that you need to acknowledge something, an inner truth, or a reality of something, an emotion, or whatever? Um, when things are harmonious, that means you're in alignment. When things are not harmonious and you're facing challenges and resistance, there is a lesson there. There's always some sort of a lesson, realization, or there's always some information or message there that will bring you into further alignment. Things that are seemingly adverse to your reality are always pushing you towards a deeper alignment. The dark is always pushing you towards the light. Always, 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 always. We may hate to look at the darkness sometimes, but that shit is useful. That shit is there and it's always yelling at us, beating at our at our doors. And it's just like, ah, bitch, I'm here to fucking elevate your ass, you know? Like what are what are you going to what are you going to do when it comes knocking? Are you going to shut the door on it? Are you going to deny it? Are you going to be like, man, I don't know what this shit is. Like, fuck that shit. No, turn around, fucking face that shit. All right, bitch, you're here. What you got for me today? What's good? What is it that I need to realize about myself so I can, like, see what's real, see what's true, see what the light actually is in this situation? Darkness is another form of the light. It really is. Let me say that again. Darkness is another form of the light. You know, when you look at a yin-yang symbol, it's literally the opposite of that. But it's still light. It just is darkness. It's all the same. That's why when people say, oh, we are all one, that sounds corny as fuck, but it's the truth. It is always the truth. So, getting back to the point. I know I've fallen off of, like, the branches and stems of tangents again but this is just to reiterate that like uh the twin flame journey is an energetic process it is not it, it doesn't have anything to do with specific people um another way that you could see it as that um and this is something that i experienced personally in my experience was that i noticed that the things that i initially um, was feeling off of the person who triggered me into this journey was being reflected through other people. In fact, it was being reflected through every person that was in my current reality. And then I looked at that, I noticed it, and I was like, wait, why is it all of these people are taking on characteristics of the person who triggered me initially? And it doesn't mean that, that those people, those other people became that other person. It wasn't like that at all, but it's an energy. It's this energy that, that they were taking on. And I saw it and I was like, oh, I know what this is. I know what this is. So the twin flame journey, it's an energetic process. It's just energy. It's not, it's nothing physical. It's energetic and it'll show up. It'll show up in people. It'll show up in situations. It'll show up however it needs to show up to return you back to yourself. You are your own twin flame. So if you're looking outside of you and you're thinking, oh, you know, I'm supposed to do something with this person. We're supposed to start a business or I'm supposed to date or marry or be with this person. Um, I would 
I would highly suggest put those ideas down. I'm not saying that you won't have anything to do with that person in the future, but you need to put that shit down right now. First and foremost, if you don't, you will be in a loop. You will circle the drain for weeks and months and years. I promise you, I can't tell you how many people that I'm seeing right now who have been circling the drain for decades and for days. Why? Because they are focusing on something externally. They're focusing on the idea of someone else, you know, being the other half of something that's supposed to like come into their life and create some sort of union, air quotes, and that's supposed to be the beginning of like, ah, the beginning of the their life essentially and it's not it at all your twin flame is you i came into union this week with myself i realized that i was my own twin flame and when i realized what that looked like and what that felt like it became extremely clear and i had no idea that i would ever have to like do this podcast today that was like the furthest thing from my mind. I, I I did the work in the last couple of weeks. I did everything. I've been working so fucking hard. You have no idea what I've been through in the last couple of years. And even before that, even the last decade, all of the energetic work that I've been doing. And it's all brought me to this point. It's all brought me to this episode. And it's all brought me to this realization that like, Whether you believe you're on a twin flame journey or not, if you took away the title, if you took away that description, we're all doing the same thing. Essentially, your life purpose is to reconcile with yourself. That's everybody's fucking life purpose. Everybody's life purpose. Everybody. Now, what you do with that is up to you. You have a choice to like, build a business you can be a football player you can be a celebrity you can do this that it doesn't matter what you do you can create however you want to create you can engage in however you want to engage but what you do is not your life purpose who you are is your life purpose and who you are has to be completely in union it has to be reconciled so essentially every one of us is on a twin flame journey if you look at it from that perspective I'm so tired of that fucking word twin flame that it's like, it doesn't even matter anymore. And it especially doesn't matter now that I've had the clarity and the insight um, and, and the channeling that I've come into this week. It's just like, oh my gosh, all of that shit that I was like, you know, looking at this entire time was completely pointless. And yet it did serve a purpose because it still got me here to this, this place of like self-realization in harmony within myself. It's like the moment you walk into the door of union with yourself, it's like, oh my gosh, amazing. You know, like I fucking crawled through the door this past week. And I remember crying about it because it was like, shit, I'm about to cry now. But it, it was like, you realize that like, you're living for the first time. You're living for the first time I can't even I can't describe it I can't explain it but what I do know I know what it's like to feel disconnected I know what it's like to feel 
just like less of a person. You don't even feel, and I don't mean like less of a person in like a ego way. I mean, you feel like it's like being disjointed from your human experience. There's just something that's not right. And you know that to be in harmony with yourself and to be in harmony within a human body. And then you're able to actually live and move forward and feel instead of like being by bombarded by all of these energies. And let me say when, okay, so let me just say this. This is a tangent. Um, Some of the things that I discovered uh, energetically about the stuff that I was carrying, because I felt, man, I feel like 100 pounds lighter. But, um, and I never really would have believed in this stuff before. Um, But curses, I didn't think curses were like, you know, I didn't think that curses held weight. And I know that uh, when I grew when I was growing up, my mother, she would have conversations with me about um, spirit and healing. And um, when I would get sick, whenever I would have fever, she she would get uh, oil and she would anoint me with it and set an intention or say a prayer to break the fever. And I believed in that. I really did. And uh, and I still believe in that now. I, I didn't like I believed in healing, you know, but I didn't believe in curses for whatever reason. I never had experiences with paranormal activity. That's something that uh, my mother actually had experience with. And I think my father did, too. He didn't really talk about it, but he used to have just like I think he used to have really violent dreams. He used to just like wake up and be like, oh, <laughs> So I don't know what the fuck was like jumping on his back in the dream realm. But I think there were things that were haunting him that he didn't maybe know about. Or maybe he knew about it, but he just never talked about it. That's something that um, I haven't talked about with him. Uh, But it's something that I discovered through my energy work recently and maybe it's not a conversation i need to ever have with him but i discovered that there were there were curses and i discovered that they were on both sides of the family both the mother and the father line which makes sense you know looking at my parents lives it's just kind of like yeah that completely makes sense and i was able to go down those energetic pathways and see like and even, even through, not even just like beyond the life that I've lived, but just in this current lifetime as well, I can look at the the clues that were there that I didn't even realize as a child, the things that my mother said to me, how she said it, um, the situations that those things brought up, you know, um, the way that certain family members died and how my mother processed that and how she was able to predict people's deaths and how she was able to predict Um, when things were going to happen, she was very prophetic and, uh, she, she 
was aware of her abilities and the access to um she had a she had an awareness of the energetic workings of life however she was also veiled from how to, from how to handle it um from an emotionally mature level if that makes sense so there's people who like they have all of these abilities they can sense energy but they don't know what to do with it they don't necessarily know how to use it she knew how to use it in in certain ways this is what i'm realizing like she she knew how to use it and i do remember her being like if she ever got upset about something i don't know if she was conscious of this maybe she was intentional but with her words she could curse people and i think she actually said that out loud <laughs> and and you know hey i'm just saying maybe a reason why she had some difficulties in her life was because of cursing other people she could heal, but she could also curse people as well. I'm not out here trying to curse nobody. And that's always something that I've been careful about because of, it was something that I picked up about, you know, the way that my mother used her, her powers. Everybody has this power. She's not like a, you know, everybody's a superhero in, in a sense. Like everybody has access to these things. But the way that she chose to use it, it was just kind of like, ooh, I see how she's using that. I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like some extra voodoo shit. It was literally just like my mother going about her day. If she saw something that she didn't like, she just said something. She like spoke things into fruition. It was as simple as that. It was just a statement. It was, and it was the the way and the power and the energy that she put behind her statements. It, it was so matter of fact that that was it. There wasn't no special potions. She she didn't have an apothecary of shit, you know. She wasn't um, casting spells. She didn't have any books and didn't believe in witches or anything like that. Or maybe she did. I don't know. But um, you know, I she all she had was a Bible. That was it. And uh, she carried it with her. And uh, but she wasn't going around, you know, throwing the Bible on people and like casting shit on people like no none of that um she usually just only had to use her words she knew the power of of word and if you think about it if you think about the the beginnings of the bible i guess in genesis like in the beginning there was this and then god spoke light and there it was or whatever you know what i'm saying it was just it it was just a demonstration of that like all you have to do is speak things into existence and it is what it is and so yeah i don't even know how i got to this tangent i completely dive deep in that one but just to kind of wrap up the summary of this episode whatever kind of uh however you're perceiving your journey the point of it is just, it's self-reconciliation. You can drop all the labels, you know. You don't need to call it anything. Everyone's on the same journey. Even people who don't even realize they're on a journey of, of like self-reconciliation, who don't even know what a twin flame is. There's so many different things going on right now that look like different labels. 
you know, but it's all the same thing. It's all about self-reconciliation. So with that, I hope you're having a magically exquisite day. I am completely buzzing right now. And, uh, man, I'm wishing you all, I'm wishing you all a great, a great and powerful knowing anyone who needs clarity, may you receive it. May you receive all the love that you need. May you receive all the knowing, all the support, all the abundance. May you even receive yourself. So, with that being said, until next time, 